Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through Friday. On the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. Coming up on the show, we've got Steph going crazy. We got expansion. We got dads fighting. I'm Zach Harper, the host of POC. Jade Hoy producing in this corner, the Bay Area legend, the author of two best-selling books about the Warriors. It's Marcus Thompson. Marcus, how are those Nike MT2s you received for Christmas? Yo, I already wore them to the bank. Got two compliments. They were like, yo, nice shoes. My daughter is great, right? Wait a like, second. People go, people still go to the bank? Yeah. What? Go to the bank. What'd you go to the go bank to for? Local neighborhood bank. Yeah, when you're getting those Marcus Thompson oh, checks, my goodness. you can't just All right. You can't just direct deposit that. I'm simply a direct deposit. Uh, you man. know, sometimes know. sometimes you need some cash. You know, okay. sometimes you got you got things you got move, you got move some things around. You got things to do, you know. You got you gotta move some things around. Absolutely. Speaking of moving things around in this corner, the Bay Area suburban legend, author of the Victory Machine, Ethan Strauss. Ethan, congrats on the victory machine being featured in a Turkish magazine. You've gone global. And I wonder mm-hmm. if they think you're that famous Turkish chef. <laughs> I think that would help me. I think uh, I, I would love to one day visit, visit Turkey and see if I can trick people into thinking I'm that guy and then have them be very confused that I can't speak the whole language of my country. Or you There's a Turkish chef to. trying to figure out sous vide because they found it on Instagram. <laughs> because that's all they hear about is sous vide this and sous vide that. <laughs> Speaking of cooking, Jade, start the clock. Take one. Is Ooh. everybody going stepping crazy this past week? The internet does what it does and decides to litigate the legacy of one Stefan Wardell Curry. I actually think that's backwards. The internet piled up on the two-time MVP following a blowout loss to the Blazers, a game in which Curry was boxing one out of the building at the time he was playing versus all five Trailblazers. But, as he does, Steph Curry followed that up with a 62-point explosion in the second game of the back-to-back. Following the game, Steph said to the virtual media, I like being talked about. Ethan, Marcus, you both cover this beat, and I'm curious to know what you think <laughs> of all this. creepy. <laughs> I don't want to get into a legacy debate because that's dumb. But why does social media stir things up every single year with Steph Curry? Ethan, you go first. Boredom, number one. Okay. I think that's number one is boredom. Uh, number two, he didn't fit the prototype of a superstar athlete, so a lot of people didn't believe in it. A lot of players ex-players especially were resentful and obviously the thing that's right in front of our eyes folks uh the vast pro lebron media conspiracy uh that riles people up from secret accounts and not so secret accounts and dictates the conversation that is what is really happening open your eyes people marcus do you do you yeah. agree with this why does I, this happen i i i agree i do think it's oscar robertson's fault it's <laughs> 
Come on. You know, it's a big O. Well, if I had a if I had a penny for every time I heard that, it's the contingent of play. Like, look, this is a players' league. Fans, NBA fans, love players probably more than any other sport loves players, right? So. Mm. NBA fans ride with the stars and there were a bunch of stars basically saying, yo, we don't like this dude. And I think it's stuck. I, I do think it sticks. Plus Steph has like tortured many a fan bases, right? Like they've, they've met their demise at the hands of the baby face assassin. And it's this like little six foot three light skinned dude who went to Davidson, right? It's not even like you didn't get deboed by, you know, big monster who's like this physical specimen. You got beat by a dude who might have been behind you in line at Starbucks that you didn't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's why your team can't win. So yeah, I do I think I think those two fans and LeBron obviously the biggest one. Like his fan base is so big that his rivalry but but still that explains why you just don't appreciate it. Like LeBron has had other rivalries. Like nobody hates Paul Pierce because of LeBron. I think I think oh, the beating we teams hate Paul is Pierce. Yeah, you're probably right. You're yeah. probably right. Paul Pierce Paul Pierce is, Paul Pierce. Yeah. It's a beating team, so it's like Damian Lillard, I think, has a hundred percent approval rating right now. I don't you know, know anybody. Why, right? You know why, right? Because he's, he's cool. Oh, well, but it's also it's mutually same thing. It is redundant. You know, obviously what I said <laughs> is redundant, but additionally it's that he hasn't done big winning. Big winning stokes yes. the jealousy. It stokes the resentment. That's what gets it going. If Steph had never won big, I don't think we're really in this kind of situation. There was a time where Steph was just cute, right? Like it was like a league pass yeah. thing. Like he made a bunch of threes and it was fun. Yeah. When they won a title, that's when it was like, all right, yeah, do we like this dude or not? So, yeah, but it's all earned. It's all part of the game. Like people hated Jordan, so it's fine. Like he's got. I have deal a with theory. It. I have a theory. It's the shimmy. The shimmy is the, the shimmy. worst celebration you can possibly do. If he was simply turning around yeah. on three pointers every single time before they went in, I think people dig that. But hitting them yeah. and then doing the shimmy, and it's not even a good shimmy. Yeah. No, Dame time. He's not a good way celebrator. better celebration. Yeah, Dame time. He's not is a good celebration. Dame time's killer. That, yeah. Steph's yeah, not a good celebration. Cool. He, he's, um, he's a dad celebrator, right? He celebrates like a dad. Yes. Not which, even that. You know, like, I feel like a dad wouldn't. I mean, he does rub it in your face to a degree. I mean, he after what we hit mean? that, uh, that, that, my that dad shot rubs it in my face. Like, my dad beat me and talked about it all week. Oh like, what are you talking about? <laughs> did, did your dad shimmy? What? Did your dad shimmy, though? Yes, yes. From Oakland. He did his very well. <laughs> now, nah, come on. Dads are the worst at it. Come on. <laughs> So, all right. This is like uh, is where Ethan, a, we just made Ethan feel like like Mrs. Dad. You going to call your dad now, Ethan? You're like, Dad, you didn't shimmy for me. Like, No, my dad never won anything. I mean, that's that's the problem. <laughs> I could beat my dad at basketball from the time I was nine. I'm sorry, oh, wow. Dad, if you're listening wow. to this. Torched him. All right. So will there be a Mia culpa with Steph now, now that he went off, or are they going to have to actually win something? Mea culpa. No, mea people culpa. apologizing no. for what they said, or do they shift the goalposts to get further entrenched? I think we all know where this is headed. I think it's the goalpost shifting. At the same time, there is this broader question of what are we even talking about when we talk about this? When I remember Monty Poole was asking Steve Kerr about it, and Steve Kerr had no idea what the hell he was talking about. He had no, no, like, what? A conversation about Steph? Some on Warriors Twitter might say it's because Steve Kerr agrees with the haters. That might be one theory floated out He did there. have a wow. really good theory just waiting in his pocket, right? He had it all mapped out like he had thought about it already. 
I was mm. like, hey, what Steve, was that? that's a pretty good answer for somebody who just got a prize to this. Mm. And so what was that theory for the expository? That he's that he's small, essentially. <laughs> right? He's like, he's not 6'8". <laughs> he can't impose his will. He's not the physical <laughs> specimen that And then Steve starts actually indulging his own gripes. Like, he's small. You know, he can't impose his will. He turns, <laughs> turns the, ball the ball over, over a lot. Too much, yeah. he, tr- he dribbles too Gets much. Too- <laughs> he takes a lot of really bad shots. Defensively, I'd say that the... Oh, anyway. Uh, so that's, probably why people, that's probably why people criticize him. That's probably why. Yeah, that's probably why. I thought you were going to take for a second. Here's what it's going to take for Steph. Like, he's going to get all of his just due, right? He's going to get all of his praise. I mean, he gets it now, but he's going to be one of those players that we romanticize. Like, when when Zach's beard is fully gray, like, that we'll be romanticizing Steph, right? What's it going to take is going to be another guy coming up. And it might be Trey Young. Like, once he starts getting into mm. the playoffs, he starts getting his own following, then the people who've been hating on Steph will side with Steph because they'll be mad at the Trey Trey fans, and everybody will be Steph ice Curry Trey was different. Be, yeah, he'd be like he's knows. This is the cycle. This is how it's gonna By the go. Way, the 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 Burr way better celebration than the Shimmy. Way better. But you know that's the price of being also the also a, the small the pointing to the spot on the court like that was genius. That like, was great. That was far, great. Like, right? Yeah. But also, Marcus, don't interrupt the transition. You know, it costs a lot to be one of the top superstars in the world. Speaking of costing a lot, take two. How much would you pay for an NBA franchise? If you don't have two and a half billion dollars, Adam Silver doesn't want to talk to you. This week, it was released by ESPN's Brian Windhorst that the the league is exploring expansion again with a buy-in of that aforementioned price of $2.5 billion. Obviously, the league is staring down massive declines in revenue and is looking to shore up losses by adding two more teams. That would be the most ever paid for a franchise. Each NBA team would receive $167 million. The question now becomes, where will those teams reside? Las Vegas, Seattle, Charlotte? Oh, wait, no. Charlotte's got a team. Okay, how about the lovely city (laughs) of my hometown, my birthplace of Sacramento? No, that's got a team, too. Okay, well, then, you know. The wolves are up for sale. I can think of a Any I can takers? think of a city that could that could use an NBA team. Oh, <laughs> could you, Ethan? Please do I because what team that is. There are two thousand eight hundred and twenty-five billionaires in the world, so we've got a lot of potential buyers. Mm, yeah, I could say maybe you could have a team come down to San Diego. Uh, you know, the Lakers I know uh, have a bit of a footprint there, but all of Southern California can't just have two teams i mean it's ridiculous but honestly it's got to be vegas and seattle i mean that's that makes the most sense let's face it, as much as i love my fellow san diegans they don't exactly show up for the sports vegas is going to be super fun that's going to be like summer league in the regular season um you guys are frozen on video are, am i frozen on video to you guys No, you're good no no we uh, actually have okay. good wi-fi yeah. Oh, okay. And actually, I think you guys just paused and tricked me like one of those <laughs> French robot mimes. <laughs> hey, exactly. We didn't even try. Look at no, we didn't even try. We didn't right coordinate right. Yeah, yeah, you just started talking. Was, we just froze. We just froze right in our tracks. Let me, let, me, let me ask this question, though. Why do we need two teams to come in? Wait, wait. It, to balance it out, are you talking? Are you trying to just uh, throw out a team? Is that what you're trying to We've do? We've had an to stir odd number of teams. For most of the history of the NBA. Mm. So why all of a sudden do we need this even amount of teams in both countries? More money. We've, we've More almost money. never you get had two. this. Symmetry. You, you get, Symmetry, You get sir. two. But I think but the reason because, the price... I want to make one point. Go ahead. 
Yeah. I, 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 just one quick point on the finances. The reason the price keeps going up is because we keep creating billionaires way faster than we create NBA teams. So I think, you know, regardless of the profitability of the league, uh, you're just going to have this, hey, there are only so many. It's a very exclusive club, no matter what. And for some of these guys, with some of the money they have, I mean, I don't even know how much of the portfolio of a Joe Psy that the Brooklyn Nets are. It seems like it's probably a very small part. Or for Steve Ballmer with the Clippers. So you have those guys out there who don't yet have a team, and that's why they're going to pay top dollar. Marcus, can I Can Jeff Bezos own two teams? Can he just buy both of them? Can he just buy the league? He can buy all of them. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So you guys are missing a very obvious city that's better than Vegas. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with Seattle as the number one choice, but you're missing a very obvious choice for where the expansion should be. And it's a little disappointing considering the amount of time you've already spent in this place. Really? Oakland! There's an arena already right there! We are... Warriors are San Francisco's team. Wow. Let's get the Oakland. Let's bring back wow. the Oakland soldiers or the Oakland Oaks. Let's go. All black ownership. Let's let's do it. Let's get some uh how about how about how about Damian Lillard come play for the Oakland Oaks or Oakland Soldiers or whatever. Pick a pick a name. But yeah, there's Oakland a nice there's soldiers a nice arena. That over that ought to go over oh, well as a team name. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's I'm sure idea. the seventy five. I'm sure Joe Laca won't invoke the seventy five mile rule no. that uh, prevents a franchise moving within your sphere of seventy five mile influence. Although maybe all the other owner, yeah. the other owners yeah. will just get Bezos together. Bezos is like, I'll throw in another them. billion. Yeah, like yeah. what are we talking about? I'm throwing another yeah, billion. Bezos could just throw money around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there we go. See, I don't know. Bezos must not Already like. Linked. He must not like sports. Bezos must be one of those not sports liking dudes to have this much money and not have bought a team by now. Have you seen him? His wife donated like sports. his ex wife donated fifteen million dollars to Clark Atlanta, so she's good with me. Oh, uh, they you want know to just what? support HBCUs. He should buy one team. She should buy the other. Let's get some oh, like Team Four vibes going in here. But, and you got to put, put one two, in either conference, Lasso? right? So they can meet in the finals. <laughs> Oh yes. yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely, great. we know oh, they'll buy God, their way to Bezos Bowl. Oh man, Bezos Bowl. Absolutely, this is the way to go. This is yeah. what we have. I want to our do. oligarchs to fight. Fight for our love. I love it. This seems very fight apropos. for our love. Yeah, with by proxy of these other guys. <laughs> Will both those teams end up going to the Western Conference? Will they go to the East? Who knows? Speaking of take three, what is going on in the East? Are the Knicks better than the Nets? Can the Magic actually make the playoffs again? Are the 76ers finally on the verge of an NBA title appearance? So much going on in the East right now and what to make of it, guys. What do you find surprising and what are your most surprising trends having in the East right now? Marcus, I'll start with you. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match this offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to special terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker. Dealer. Surprising that the Nets were incredible without KD, number one, but that they've struggled to begin with. Uh, it feels like, even if I don't even play good D, it feels like they should be able to win anyway, just because they have the explosiveness. But it was interesting that Steve Nash decided to prioritize defense just out of the blue. Like, you know what? Let's stop starting these guys. Like, Jared Allen should have been starting the entire yes, time. Yes, he's right? so this much is, better than the weekend yeah. at Bernie's version of DeAndre he, Jordan. Oh, man. He he looked – he made he made the $200 million man look Ooh. not so good. Like, he yeah. he played incredible against Gobert. So, that that's surprising to me that they're kind of scuffling. I am also surprised that the Knicks are competent. Like, we got to say this. The Knicks are – like Julius Randle looks like a really good player. He was the butt of a lot of jokes not that long ago, and he he looks pretty good. He looks really like formidable. So that's the, the Knicks. I got I got to shout out the Knicks for being impressive. Uh, I'm not surprised that Philly six and one, but you know I think I think they deserve a shout out too. Uh, and the, the last one I'll say is like a bit stunning. Is just how bad Toronto is. Like. <sighs> Yeah, not, that Tampa, that they, Tampa it's Bay not just, Raptors team is bad. They don't look like yeah. it. Don't even look like they're playing bad. It's not like oh, they're a good team in a rut. They look bad. Mm-hmm. They look like yo, they, they want. It's time to blow this thing up. Like it's, it's really they falling apart pretty fast. Wow. Even with the Warriors when they were trash, it was like, yeah, they're all playing like the worst they could possibly play. So there's a there's some ceiling here. It looks like they're just done. Like, what, wow. what the hell happened to Pascal Siakam? Like, what happened? I mean, mm. dude, so you know what's mean is somebody put together a compilation of his lowlights from the playoffs um, oh, that's on unnecessary. YouTube. It's extensive, but it's also – I was watching it recently just to what happened here, um, what went on, and it is remarkable. It is very Monstars talent stolen. This guy was just on a rocket ship. He was ascending – I think we need to get to the bottom of that. Let's, you know, put the challenge to our athletic Toronto colleagues. I need the answers. Let's go Blake Murphy. Let's go Eric Kareen. Yeah, get to the bottom of this. I need to know what's going on. And then secondarily, it's just a weird year. Weird year. Weird season, right? I mean, the Nets, they look like the championship favorites on opening night. And then they're just completely teetering and what's going on i think we're just going to see a lot of this this is a the Nets disjointed is so self-inflicted right like what are y'all what are y'all doing 
Yeah, so it's just that. bizarre. It's it's a bizarre season. There are all sorts of restrictions. The restrictions change. The rules change. There's not as much socializing that impacts people differently. Uh, you don't have fans. I think there are so many confounding variables that I am not going to rush to judgment necessarily in the way that Marcus is doing for the Raptors. I might chalk more of this up to weird year than they, you know, something's completely rotten here and needs to be dealt with. Yeah, I do feel like this Eastern Conference is, well, I guess both sides of it, because there it feels like it's just an extended preseason right now, right? It's just the results, the results matter, but it feels like an extended yeah. preseason, and I don't really know what to do with any of it. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what to do with it. I think it's funny that the Raptors are playing in Tampa Bay, as you mentioned, because nobody cares. It's never mattered less a team moving to another country and a city without basketball it's just a completely well, right. think about think about like the like juxtaposing that with when the hornets had to go from new orleans to to oklahoma Story. city right like and i again yeah. like it's not yeah. like they just went they went because of hurricane katrina but like this is because of the pandemic but i wonder if it's because we all take hurricanes seriously not everybody is taking the pandemic seriously Marcus, and so I do wonder, like, if that, or maybe they just don't care because it's Toronto's team instead of an American team. I don't know what the deal is here, but something was, was Zach insinuating off. that Marcus think, wasn't taking it, it seriously. Do, no, I, I think know, Marcus, right? Marcus, <laughs> and I are the only ones who do take it seriously. Take oh, actually, that's not true. He's going to the bank every other day, cash and checks. No, yeah. <laughs> I got my mask on though, one at a time, but one at a time. I, I think it matters that they've lost Kawhi Leonard, Serge Ibaka, and Marcus All. Like, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, t- yeah, Tampa something, weird year, but guys are being put into roles that they've never been in before. And it's different when, man, Fred Van Vliet was amazing as a role player on that championship team. Now he's got to carry these dudes. Siakam was incredible next to them guys. Remember he was cooking Draymond in game one? Everybody was like, he's mm-hmm. next. It's different mm-hmm. when yep. you're the guy. Like, it's a, it's a different beast, and he doesn't look like he's responding well. That dude is shooting 40% from the field. Like, are you serious? Siaka, like, this is, like, yeah, this it's a different team. Not only that, right. they're in Tampa, it's a pandemic, but it's also a different team. Like, Alex Lynn is getting minutes. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, man. That's that's mean. That's mean. He used to play for Sorry. the Phoenix Suns, My who were in the Western Conference. Speaking of, take four. How will the West be won? Oh my goodness! Staying in that same lane, we'll look out west. The Suns are five and two at the time of this recording, and they look pretty good. The Lakers at the top, as expected. Clippers are where they should be, but what about the Nuggets? The Mavs—they're struggling right now. The Jazz just got blown out by the Nets at full strength. What are you guys seeing out West? That's something to keep an eye on. Ethan, I'll start with you. It just seems like there's one tier. There's one tier. That's the Laker tier. Yeah. And if there is an injury to potentially disrupt that, then the conversation changes and we open it up and we get into the matchups, but it doesn't appear as though the Clipper uh, roster additions have necessarily vaulted them into that one and one a conversation that we were having last season. And beyond that, it's kind of a grab bag. It's kind of, you know, I think part of it is informed by how we thought that Luca was going to take this extra step that we saw in the postseason. And he's going to be 
top tier MVP candidate. That was the expectation. And then he came in and he might not have been in the best shape. He didn't take the extra step. He just kept taking extra dessert. That's what he did. Yeah. 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 I figured there was going to be something like that right there. (laughs) And the shooting, he had shooting woes and it just seems like, and you know, combined with the Porzingis health issues that that team didn't necessarily ascend. And then the nuggets, I think a, a real blow was struck to them. Um, in in losing Grant and uh, they're just not exactly what they were and that's tough for a team where maybe the whole was greater than the sum of its parts and so it just seems like some of the teams we were tantalized by in the postseason uh, did not take a step and uh, reach a higher plane and the Lakers if anything are just more secure uh, in their top dog status yeah they beefed up all of their role players got the one thing they were bad yeah. at was bench scoring and they got the two best bench scores from last season with Schroeder and Montrez, right? Like they, they took care of that and then upgraded Literally Dwight and JaVale. Yeah. And, and then they upgraded Dwight and, and JaVale to, to Marcus all um, Marcus was that bubble maybe fraudulent based on the early results mm. with, in terms of the Western conference teams. I mean, I don't think no, because the other team that I've I've been high on for a little bit is looking really good. Is Phoenix like their bubble seemed to be real? I do think people underestimated these changes. Like who is Dallas' second best player? Like you thought Josh Richardson was about to carry? Yeah, it's like yeah. no. I mean Luca's great, but that that just wasn't realistic. Uh, you know, Portland added Robert Covington, and people thought they were like about to challenge the Lakers. It's like, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, he's good, but like, he ain't got the answers neither to sway, right? Like, I don't, I, I think people just, some of these moves that people super hype just did not see. <laughs> Jade loved that. Jade loved that. <laughs> like, I was laughing more at Jade's reaction than the. <laughs> I was trying to ignore Jade. I was trying to finish up <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just never was enamored with, with some of these moves. It was like, all right, I mean, give me Dallas with KP, right? Then it's like, all right. right. But right now it's Josh Richardson and Tim Hardaway. Like, are you, are you serious right now? Uh, New Orleans makes a lot of sense. That's a team that played in the bubble and looked to be better for it, which is weird because they lost Drew, but, you know, they've got some chemistry. I think the teams that played well in the bubble and didn't make a, a bunch of changes – like, yeah, who is that? I guess it's just Phoenix. Everybody else made changes. Yeah, but Phoenix, I mean, Phoenix got Chris Paul. Phoenix right? added like, Chris yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's why that's where the, the adult yeah, comes that, from, that's there, right? Big, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I, maybe I the bubble think, was fake. <laughs> I, I also think on top of it was of an the, episode the, of Lost. The Dallas mm-hmm. stuff, like, how much does losing Steven Silas go into that, right? Like, we've talked about in the past when. Um, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. Jeff Bizdelic, right? He leaves the Houston Rockets. All of a sudden, their defense hold on, falls hold on. apart. No, Steven Silas is a black coach. You can't be giving them all that credit. Come on. Man. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, you know, Rick Carlisle is just he's got <laughs> less to work with now. You know, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> have he doesn't have Nate Duncan to yell at. Rick Carlisle doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think those little things too, like you know, um, Steven Silas. I'll do the Matthew McConaughey. Now imagine he's white uh, with Steven Silas. Like you know, if that <laughs> happens and he leaves and he leaves the Dallas Mavericks um you know he helped orchestrate the greatest offense in NBA history last year you know and now he's no longer there and with losing Chris Dapps you know Ethan that's going to that that coaching stuff does affect a lot of a lot of these especially when it's coming to the organization of getting this stuff right in such a crazy chaotic start to a season 
Yeah, it's uh, probably also, coaching by the way, they lost, more than ever. Before you go, Ethan, they lost Seth Curry, who would shoot like 50% from three, by the way. I do, yeah. I do think like their struggle spreading the floor does not help Luka, who all you got to do is just guard Luka. So I do think that was a big deal. My bad, Ethan, go ahead. No, nah, I just said maybe coaching matters more in chaos than when things are normal. Um, that's potentially true, though. I don't know what to make of that with Nick Nurse. I consider him a top three coach and the Raptors look like they look. So I go back to the original thought of weird year, guys. Weird year. Weird year. Yeah. Um. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Yeah, maybe it'll be a lot of infighting with a lot of these things, right? Maybe it'll cause some tension within the organizations if things don't go well. Speaking of take five, dad fight! The Sacramento Kings are three and four which actually normally be pretty good for them to start the season out. It's not too bad, but the turmoil struck as it usually does to the Kings when Marvin Bagley III, his father, or I'm sorry, Marvin Bagley Jr., the father of Marvin Bagley III, tweeted, Hey, Kings, and he added the Sacramento Kings, Hey, at Sacramento Kings, please trade Marvin Bagley III, love Coach Bagley. So very polite trade request from his father, but it was following a loss to the Rockets. He did say please, and he signed it with love. Those are important things. He didn't say, hey, you jerks, get rid of my son. To make things more interesting, Aaron Fox, the father of De'Aaron Fox, got into it by tweeting, trade him. <laughs> so, this is nothing new as Bagley is a history of agitating. Here. Jason Jones of The Athletic reported that Bagley Jr., uh, also had a contentious relationship with ex-Kings coach Dave Yeager. Jones noted that Yeager once mistakenly referred to Bagley III as music legend Marvin Gaye, and that led his father to begin calling Yeager yogurt. So, <laughs> with, with the Kings... With hold the on, Kings, hold on, Zach. I gotta ask, like, what Go was ahead. the Marvin Gaye thing? Dead? Hold on, what's the Marvin Gaye thing, Zach? You gotta, they you were gotta in Detroit. To they were in Detroit... He was talking to the media, asked him about Marvin Bagley, and he met, he just, I think he slipped because they're in Motown. He said Marvin Gaye instead of Marvin Bagley. And then from there, you know, it was just slip of the tongue. So it wasn't a shot at the rap career? Like it wasn't a, a backhanded I don't, well, jab you know, it might have been. Interest. Now that I think about it, it might have been him siding with Damian Lillard on that one. I'm not quite sure. But, um, <laughs> but you know, by the way, Marvin the Gaye died in 1984, just as uh, Jaeger's an old soul. I've always said that. <laughs> so, Ethan, oh, with the latest Kings on? turmoil, what the hell? 
<laughs> um, yeah. Well, I want answers on the trade him tweet. Is that in support or is that the opposite? That's the big question that I have. Mm. Is that, yeah, get his ass out of here, tired of his whining, or this is just unfair. I am supporting you, Mr. Bagley. We need to... Uh, oh, you mean from Fox? You mean from oh, the Fox? Yes. Yes. Pops okay. have bad blood. Mm. Oh, so wait, so there's bad blood between the dads? Dad blood, bad Ooh, blood, allegedly? That's even more interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's pejorative. It's like, hey, if you can't handle the Sacramento Kings, then you know we need a you higher You can't handle caliber. NBA basketball. You can't handle – oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, wow. Yeah, so so that's answered. That, that part is filled in. Do we think that Bagley is being under – I mean it's tough from Bagley because people have to remember that Bagley was a – as a younger player – uh, EYBL superstar, like crazy numbers. Um, and he was better than Wiseman, the, right? Didn't you say that a hundred times? Oh, way better, yeah. way better. I mean, but he was better pretty much than anybody. And yeah. it's unusual for somebody to put up those sorts of numbers, EYBL, and not become an NBA superstar. And so this has to be a very humbling experience. I would have to imagine that his family envisioned something different for him than his current predicament, which. Probably has a lot to do with the Kings, but also a lot to do with just how big men are uh, used in the NBA. But I think that is an unsaid part of this is that the Bagleys likely had higher aspirations than what they were seeing. Well, Marcus, I think on top of that, too, um, with Marvin Bagley III, look, he had a very promising rookie year, but it wasn't Luka and it wasn't Trey Young, right? So that puts pressure. And then he was hurt most of last season, barely got to play. And then he starts out this season and he just sucks right now. Like, he's bad. Like, he's not even shooting Pascal Siakam numbers. He's been bad. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to be at the five. I mean, that's – it's just too congested. But but Rashawn Holmes is just playing better. Like, flat yeah. out, no question about it. So, this is interesting. I just want to shout out the fathers for intervening in the way they have. I'm always here for embarrassing dad moments. Right? I'm, I'm always with – the interjection. I'm, I'm going to be that dad. I'm going to be the dad. Sweet stuff out of pocket. I'm going to be the dad who could Especially go to the Especially getting these empty twos every Christmas. You kidding oh, me? Oh, what? Oh, I'm talking major head on whatever social media platform that will be inserted into my wrists when my daughter is playing <laughs> college ball. <laughs> I'm going to be... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for the embarrassing parent. I'm with it. But shout out to uh, De'Aaron Fox's dad who wants all the smoke and took the beef public. Like I need y'all on World Star with boxing right. gloves. Like this, just take it all away. I'm with this. this By the is, way, this is entertaining. Let it, let it be a lesson to you, NBA, who has deprived us when we were at arenas of the family area. In response to LeVar Ball, I believe, where they no longer allowed the media members to be among the NBA family members. That was a thing. Life will find a way, just as it does in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's Life a great Life will point. find a way. Um, oh, remember how we used to get ushered out so, like, vehemently? Uh, it was so, it's so annoying. It was so it was really demeaning, and nobody cares. I mean, they're like, oh, so so sad. But it was it was more so odd. It was odd to have a person talking to you at your place of work and get yelled at and uh, <laughs> you know get shouted at to leave and not have them talk to you anymore. It's very odd. Also, I want to shout out 
De'Aaron Fox's father, Aaron Fox, for naming him De'Aaron. That's great. Which is it's from great. Aaron, right? Like, that's what that means, right? Yo, that's, that's a that's phenomenal. Like, that is, if I have a child, I name him DeZach. Like, you know why. How are you? I could name myself. If I had a son, on... I could name him DeMarcus, and that would be. Absolutely. Uh, that would be dope. Ha- how are you not De-Ethan? touching on the funniest De-Ethan? aspect? No, it doesn't really work. But how, how are you not? <laughs> how are you not touching on the funniest aspect, which is De'Aaron Fox saying that, "Hey, you just got to do something else." If you're caught up on a couple of tweets when oh, he's been raging against irony, our friend Amin El Hassan of not being able to take a comment on social media because he couldn't take a comment, an innocuous comment on on From TV. Ja, right? Are you kidding me? Did did he get into it with Ja over something? Amin said said that Ja Morant is who Darren Fox thinks he is. That's right. Yeah, a little hurtful. A little hurtful by Amin. Is it though? Is it? Like, why do you care? Why? That's my question. Why do you care? Because it was on ESPN? That's why you care? Like, I I get it. It's on TV, but come on, man. (laughs) Then you can't can't pay attention to two tweets if that takes us down. I actually like that quote. To you, reminded me of this, 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 the, the, the hint of hypocrisy in it. Dang, it was a good <laughs> quote, end. though. It would quote. have been had that not happened. It would have been a phenomenal quote. Instead, yeah. it becomes a phenomenal quote for a very different reason. Yeah. What's interesting is what was not in the quote was support of Marvin Bagley III. <laughs> there was no, no like, no, this is my there. guy. Yeah, wow. yeah, that was very telling. He needs to be Marvin Bagley the gone. Is, is but, what I got from wow. That. Uh, by the way, yeah. watch Marvin Bagley. Mar- at Marvin pack your bags. Marvin pack your bags. Before he was in the <laughs> before he was in the NBA, <laughs> watched him at the Drew League. He was killing. So maybe just trade him to the Drew League. You know? Yeah. It might yeah, get it. it might get know. it done. Get that. Or get that taken care of. Or the EWI by yeah. I, you know what? He would dominate that at this point. Completely. Yeah, that would be like he a good Billy good Madison. That'd be like a Billy Madison type of deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jade, are we Yo, doing rants? Turns or out good? he can't enter the NBA unless he goes back and plays his last EYBL season. We're getting Make thrown out just like Marvin Bagley the yeah. third at a Kings function. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you for subscribing to the Athletic NBA show. Uh, if you haven't done that, subscribe. Make sure you're checking out the Athletic. All the phenomenal coverage of this insane sports year from Ethan Strauss and Marcus Thompson and you know maybe throw in a power rankings comment that's nice every once in a while on the old Zach Harper power rankings make sure you're checking out basketball buds tampering hoops adjacent this one point of contention nerdish you wrote check out no dunks all the team specific shows house of Strauss all that good stuff and the restricted area which is a video show on the athletics YouTube channel with myself and Wazzy Lambre every single Thursday we got a good one with early impressions coming out this Thursday for Ethan for Marcus for Jade I'm Zach Harper keep been locked in on the Athletic Podcast Network. Marvin back leaving. There it is. Hey, baseball fans, this is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, 
Join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.